Happy Sunday morning, everybody. Happy Easter. It's time for Mile High Magazine, and I am Murphy Houston. Glad you're here today. have a couple of very special guests today, including Dr. Judith Schley, who is a primary care physician at Denver Health, the Associate Director of the Public Health Institute of Denver Health, and the Principal Investigator for the Alliance of HPV Free Colorado. She's been working in public health for over 30 years. Dr. Schley, welcome to Mile High Magazine. Thank you for having me. Well, you're welcome. And we also have uh, Joe Foster, who is a retired Air Force officer, the Director of Veteran and Military Student Services at Metropolitan State University, a husband, father of two, and an HPV-associated head and neck cancer survivor. So, Joe, before we come to you, Dr. Slag, I mentioned before we started recording here, I'm not familiar with HPV at all, and there might be many that are not. So will you start by telling us what HPV is and how we can prevent it? I'd love to. So thank you for asking. So HPV is also called human papillomavirus, and it's a really common virus that it's spread through intimate skin-to-skin contact. They can sometimes lead to cancer. And HPV is very common. Nearly 80 million Americans are currently infected, and about 14 million Americans become infected each year. Wow. Yeah, most of the HPV infections go away on their own, which is great, but sometimes they stick around and cause cancers in men and women, such as head and neck cancer, which Joe's going to talk about, cervical cancer, anal cancer, penile cancer, vaginal and vulvar cancers. In fact... HPV causes nearly 38,000 cancers each year in the United States, which equates to about four an hour. Wow. And, but, but luckily, there's a vaccine against HPV. Oh, really? And can pre- yeah, and it can prevent nearly 90 prevent, 90% of all these cancers caused by that virus. And of the many types of cancers that HPV causes, we only have a screening test for cervical cancer, which is either HPV screening or pap test. The other cancers can't be detected until they cause health problems, um, like a lump in your neck or something like that, or a bump or something that you see on um, uh, a genital organ. So it's very critical to get the vaccine because it's cancer prevention for both girls and boys. So you can start, this can happen at a young age, or is it more of an adult situation? So it, 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 you, it, it occurs when you get exposed, and a lot of times the immune system causes the virus to uh, regress, and then there's nothing there, but sometimes it still progresses. So with the vaccine, we can make sure nobody will get infected. It's a preventative vaccine to ensure that people will not get exposed. Good thing there. Now, Joe, we're talking with Joe Foster. You are an HPV person, head and neck cancer, I believe, a survivor, thank God. Tell us what it was like I mean, to hear that diagnosis and how it impacted your life and how did you know what was going on? Sure. Well, first of all, thank you, Murphy, for having us on. I was um, I had a lump on the right side of my neck, the kind of thing that you would think was just a, um, you know, a gland that was swelling up because you had a cold or something like sure, that. Mine sure. never went back down. And so I, I had it checked. And that's when my doctor said that I had uh, throat cancer and and he asked how I felt I was you know I was was shocked and I was scared and I was surprised because I thought throat cancer would be something that would affect uh, you know older people maybe people that uh, smoked a lot or drank a lot or lived unhealthy lifestyles none of that was me but here was my doctor telling me that not only did I have uh, throat cancer head and neck cancer but he said that 
they were seeing more and more patients like me. That wow. I was becoming kind of the normal patient, a young person with head and neck cancer related to HPV. And so in, in a way, that was kind of the good news because he said recovery rates are, are good. You're going to go through you know, six months of really rough treatment. And there are sometimes some long-term consequences. But at the end of that, you're going to be cancer-free. And that's exactly what happened. It was really hard treatment. I avoided, uh, thankfully, the long-term consequences. But I came out of that thinking that, man, I don't want anybody to have to go through what I did. And that's why I feel so strongly about the HPV vaccine. Wow, that's true. And it's amazing. When Dr. Schley, let's get back to you a little bit. All those numbers you were tossing out in our first little talk here, it stuns me. And why don't we know more about it? But how about not knowing anything about the vaccine? It seems like the only vaccine you hear about is COVID, of course. So how can you get it? Why is it recommended starting at age nine, I'm reading here? Talk more about that. Okay, so sure. Um, So adolescents should get the vaccine um, for HPV. Um, The vaccine is recommended by the Center for Disease Control for both boys and girls, and they recommend 11 to 12, but it can be given as early as 9. And some parents may wonder why the vaccine is given to children at such a young age before they become sexually active, and it really is for two reasons. One is, first, as younger people have a much stronger immune response in this age group that gives them greater protection and longer lasting. And second, if you, this vaccine is a preventative vaccine, so it won't work after you've been exposed. So you want to get the vaccine coverage done before the exposure occurs. And for uh, young people, two doses of the HPV vaccines are recommended when a child is between 9 and 12. And then children who get their first dose before the age of 15 only need two doses, which is great. Who wants to get three shots if you don't have to? Yeah. But if you start it on or after your 15th birthday, you need three doses for full protection. And then remembering that the younger the kid is, the the better the immune response. Now, teens and young adults can get the vaccine through the age of 26 who didn't start it when they were younger. Um, And then... Uh, the uh, adults who are 27 to 45 who haven't, who haven't been vaccinated can discuss it with their provider and consider whether they should get it. Um, and that's really the vaccine. It's a wonderful vaccine. It's, it's very, very effective. And once you get it, you're done. You've had two shots or three shots, you're done with it. You're done. Oh, that's a good thing. And yeah. they're usually primary care physicians, such as yourself, when there are... Uh, the, the ones dealing with children, did they tell parents the value of getting that vaccine at such a young age? They bring it up or do the parents need to know going in? No. Well, so it's two things. One is through the Alliance for HPV Free Colorado, we've done a lot of communication to the public about the importance of knowing about the vaccine to parents so they understand it and to ask them to go to see their provider. The provider is the person that can give them the best information and um Lots of providers really provide strong recommendations as part of well-child visits to make sure that a child gets protected from this vaccine and other adolescent vaccines that they should get at that young age. Absolutely. So, Joe, Joe Foster, uh, I mean, how did you feel when you found out there was a vaccine to prevent HP-related cancers like the one you did or had? The vaccine, uh, did you take care of your sons, the whole family, or what? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Easy 
decision on both sides. You know, I was just coming out of this treatment. I didn't want anyone to have to go through what I went through. And then, you know, my boys saw what I had gone through. I, I did my treatment out of state. So when I came back home, they saw someone who could not taste his food, who could only drink uh, shakes. My throat hurt so badly. I had lost a ton of weight. So they didn't need a whole lot of convincing. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> the, uh, Holy cow. The vaccine. So we, yeah, we talked to our, we talked to our doctor and they both got the, the vaccine. My older son, uh, as Dr. Slay explained, had to do the three shots, but we, we got them both vaccinated. And I mean, you know, it's just one less thing, a really important thing to, to worry about as a parent. So we got them vaccinated. Good for you. Now, when you were going through the treatment, did they vaccinate you as part of the treatment? No, my treatment consisted of, of radiation therapy, six weeks of radiation therapy, and then a follow-on surgery. Wow, but no chemotherapy for that? No, thankfully not. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, thankfully not, because that can be just brutal for sure. And your health is good now. You sound great. I am. I'm cancer-free and have been for a number of years and uh, feel great. So, Dr. Slate, talk more about this vaccine. Of course, all the COVID vaccines, is it safe? Should we be taking it? What's good for us? Now, some parents don't want to give their kids measles shots when they're younger. Talk more about the vaccine. How safe is it? So this vaccine is incredibly safe. It's been available for over 15 years, and they've given over 135 million doses of this vaccine wow. to both boys and girls with no serious safety concerns. Now, remember that vaccines, like any medicine, can have side effects. And most people who get the vaccine will have minimal side effects. Some people get, like, pain and redness and swelling in their arm, a little bit of fever, a headache, a muscle soreness. I always think of that, and we see that, we saw that with COVID vaccine, that when people got vaccinated and they had some reaction, their immune system was working to make this better. Um, And so they had a better immune response. And remember that vaccines are really studied very, very effectively and monitored over time. So it's really, they have very high standards for safety. I also want to add one thing sure. about what Joe said that I think is important is, you know, for men, mouth and throat cancer is more common in men than women now with HPV. And so he he was had the virus already, so the vaccine is not a... Uh, is not going to cure him of the of the sure, cancer, sure. but if he had gotten it before he was exposed, then he could have prevented it. And we're seeing more head and neck cancers because of HPV than we're seeing cervical cancer now. And of course, we're going to hear you know the oral head and neck cancer awareness week is coming up, and so. That's a really important point to bring that up. Good for you, the truly. And I want to ask you too, Dr. Slay, while it's your turn here. Are kids in Colorado getting the HPV? How are we doing in our state with this? So we're not doing so great. Um, our rates are, are pretty low. Um, from our state health department as of December of 2022, we showed only about 50% of the adolescents have started the vaccine and only 35% have completed it. Um, And what the Department of Health and Human Services for the United States government wants to have 80% of adolescents complete the HPV vaccine series. So we've still got a lot of work to vaccinate our kids and protect them against cancers. And why is it not a higher number? Are parents still very hesitant to have their children have this vaccine? Well, there's hesitancy, there's concern 
about side effects. There's concerns that, uh, you know, people could, uh, you know, it would perhaps start sexual activity, which it has not been shown to do. This is a preventative vaccine, and any parent should know that if they don't want their kid to get cancer, and they will get exposed to this virus one way or another. Um, so if they don't want to get cancer, get the vaccine, and then they never have to worry about it. Well, and it's been out there a while, hasn't it, this vaccine? Yeah. It's been out for over 15 years. Holy cow. And as soon as it came out, I remember when my kids were teenagers, my girls, I made sure they got it as soon as possible. That's amazing. So, Joe, maybe a last word from you you here. What might you say to parents who are kind of on the fence about HP vaccine for their kids? Well, Dr. Slay just nailed it. I would I would tell them, talk to your medical provider, talk to your doctor about this vaccine, which prevents cancer. And as, as Dr. Slay said, HPV it won't affect everyone. It doesn't always cause cancer, thankfully. But the, the bottom line here is that there are cancers that are caused by a virus for which there's a safe and effective vaccine. So I would say talk to your doctor and then get your kids vaccinated against HPV. It's really it's an incredible gift that you can give your children. So talk to your doctor and then get your kids vaccinated against HPV. That's what I would tell them. Well said, Joe, especially for a guy that's been through the, the, the heck of all what's going on in your life. And you are healthy and you've survived. So congratulations on that, my friend. Thank you. And Dr. Slay, before I let you go, anything else you want to add to the HPV vaccine? Where can people go maybe online or reach out to you? Or what can they do to get more information? So a couple things I would love to add. Um, one is that most private insurance plans cover the vaccine because it's recommended by the CDC and it's covered as a preventative care under the Affordable Care Act. For people who don't have insurance, who are underinsured, which means that their insurance doesn't cover the vaccine, or they're eligible for Medicaid, they can get the vaccine for free through the Federal Vaccine for Children program. Oh, that's great. Um, and remember, it's, it's, this vaccine is for boys and girls. And it'll prevent all these cancers that Joe has talked about and very articulately said. Um, People should talk to their provider. And then to find information, we have a website through the Alliance called hpvfreeco.org, and you can learn information there. And the most important takeaway is HPV vaccination is cancer prevention. Bingo. And it's so important that we can get our young people vaccinated to protect them against cancer. Well said. Thank you, Dr. Judah Schley and Joe Foster. Thanks so much for coming on Mile High Magazine this morning and sharing that information, and you probably saved some lives. Let's hope that happens. Thank, thank you, you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, too. Thank, thank you, Joe. Yep. You guys have a, a great Easter Sunday. Now, the rest of you, hang on. i got more coming up on Mile High Magazine.